you had to come up with the dumbest reason for it to happen, it still wouldn't come close to what actually it is. <laughs> so I bad. Don't care. Uh, no, like it does not matter. It is all uh, I, dead to me. That's the right way to go about it. Spider Man uh, is as dead. No, is more dead than Star Wars is. Well, I don't know, Mark. The uh, Variety review I read. I don't care. I don't know cobwebs. any reviews. I know nothing. <laughs> yeah, I, I just read it to see what the fucking like. Because I don't give a shit. I already know everything that happens in it. But um, yeah, I was just to kind of see what people were saying about it. And yeah, it's. I feel like it's gonna be weird. It's gonna be obviously people hailing it as the greatest thing ever. Of course, the they will. But then there's other people who are like, "This is." pretty dumb man so it's gonna be great seeing the fucking riff of like the fucking fanboys because these fanboys might be worse than the snyder boys and that's saying something i wouldn't know yeah you're missing out on some severe autism my god nope 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 completely refuse to participate in any thing whatsoever no far from home was dead to me from then on. And then once I found out they were going to try and destroy the greatest superhero movies of all time. Nope. Before, I would have like, I would have, you know, I wouldn't have, like, I don't care. And it's all dead to me and I would not watch it, period, after Far From Home. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, sure. like, I, I would still, like, listen to stuff and, and then laugh at it like I did with everything, like I did with Star Wars and all right, that other right. stuff. That can be fun. But, uh, no. Once I found out they're literally ruining the greatest franchise ever? Nope. Yeah. Nope. I'm really not going it, to let really it. Hope, I, I just hope that freaking, especially Warner Brothers, because of how stupid they are. I mean, granted, they're already kind of doing it with the Flash movie and Batman. But I'm just like, I hope I never have to see Christian Bale back as Batman for some stupid reason. Oh, not you will. I, oh, you will. At I this think, rate, you will. I think if it was anybody else other than Nolan and Bale, because they do have like this respect for each other, where Christian Bale has said, like, if no one's not involved in any way, I don't want to do it. It's oh, like, Nolan will be involved, and it's going to happen. No, no one, no one puts his foot down. He, mm-hmm. they tried to offer him a mm-hmm. truckload of money for Inception too, and he turned it down. Mm-hmm. Especially, yeah. but especially now after no one is done with Warner Brothers completely. Well, that's remember, true. The whole, that's uh, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. a good point. That's a fair point. Shit on HBO Max. Thank, thank you for having integrity, you beautiful bastard. <laughs> I know. Right? If I, I ever have to see, if I ever have to see, like, uh, that's where we are now. Where stuff that we thought was like safe is now not safe. Nope. No, nothing like, is okay, safe. Okay, one thing. It's one thing for characters. You know, they recast it. It's the same name. It's supposed to be the same character, but they butcher it. But the fucking movies. That's what I mean. No, anymore. that's when I draw the line. Like that is where I draw. Oh yeah, the one hundred percent line, and I will not participate. I will not watch. I will not anything. Not letting any of that be freaking destroyed. Yeah, like there, there people have said that uh, this movie had more pre-sales and Endgame. It's like shut the fuck up. No, it no, didn't. it probably did. No, remember they said the same thing about Solo and Rise of Skywalker. So I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Well, yeah, I guess that, Especially is, di- that is a fair point. They did. It's still, that was it's a, still during yes. COVID. I mean, it'll probably make a billion. It'll probably be the first movie. No, since COVID it's to not make a making billion. a billion. There's no way. You're, it's oh, making you a billion. think? No, no movie will ever make a billion. Not for a very, very, very long time. 
California still closed. New York still like mostly closed. No, it's not. Not a chance. That's true. That'd be that'd be awesome if it didn't. Fuck. Like literally, like uh, the whole most like there's a big part of the UK. All of Australia obviously yeah. is done. Um, yeah. California, you still you have to show uh, papers for everything. New York, I some places. Oh, yeah. I don't New know York's about moving. I don't know if you have to do that necessarily everywhere in New York, but. Anyway, there's still well, enough of that, the city, yeah. and there's enough of that, and then yeah. you then you add on the morons who are actually scared, and then you add on the people that are so pissed about all the regulations that won't go out. No, not a chance. Yeah, yeah, I'm hoping it won't even be close. Like it's not even going to be close to a billion. I'm trying. It'll it'll make over five. Since? It'll make over five hundred million, which I don't even oh, know if any sure. movie has. Has any movie even done that since COVID? Uh, God, what's so. been the highest? That's a good question. What's been the highest grossing movie since COVID? Uh, fucking Venom. Mm, I don't. I mean, it's up there. I don't know if it's the highest. And what it, the fuck else has come out? Maybe. I don't know. But uh, oh, yeah. Shang Chi. Is that the highest grossing one? Okay, fair enough. That yeah. wasn't even that wasn't so anywhere close. No, when we see, that one made fucking it, it didn't even make five hundred million. What did it make overall, you dipshit? Uh, yeah, three hundred seventy-eight million. Yeah, not even close. Oh wait, no, that's that's Black Widow. What did this one make? Fucking write your article. I think it was like four Normally. something. Hold on. God damn, these fucking modern writers are the worst. Hey guys, how's it going? Uh, welcome to uh, the Uncaped Crusaders review. The, this we oh, just sorry? we just jumped right into it. It's we've been going for five minutes, but it's fine. Have we really? Yeah, I started oh recording God. when you were t- uh, trying to say crap about Spider Man. <laughs> well, let me put on my fake voice and, and and adopt all my popular talking points so I can chill to the rest of the media. Sorry, no. This is Ian. Uh, I I I am very excited about No Way Home. Or oh man, if someone was or... going to pay me, I would shill for stuff. Oh, absolutely! I would have no apprehension. I, Not even I a question, man. Like a, I am like I am a one Saigon <clears throat> horror. No, I'm I'm freaking Blink One Eighty Two. I'm not an actual punk band. No way. I am John. Oh, can make money for this? Hell yeah! Wants <laughs> <laughs> well, to be sponsored by Raid Shadow Legends? Absolutely. Sure. I don't even know what it is, but sure, it's the greatest thing it's ever. Awful, like mobile game. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's the greatest mobile game ever. Probably. Put in code uncaped for twenty percent off. There you go. Oh man, props to Red Letter Media, man. Oh dude, I they, can they, do it. It pays to have integrity, man. I couldn't do it. No, it doesn't. It pays as far well, as video it quality. <laughs> yeah, in terms of like respect among the community. No, not lucrative. No, no, no. not financially. No. Uh, that's why they can never leave Milwaukee. Oh no! Yeah, they're screwed. <laughs> any any hopes of ever uh, being actual filmmakers is gone. <laughs> they pissed off too many people. That's one way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've I've still literally just been rewatching best of the worst videos for like the past like oh, they're four great. months. I, I've watched every one of them at least four times. Oh yeah. I yeah, just I rewatch them constantly. It's the best con it's the yeah, best maybe. content they have by far. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That and half the bag, depending on what. Oh, movie I watch everything, about. but yeah, no, the best of the oh, worst yeah. is the best thing that they do. It's not even close. Oh, for sure. That is the best content sure. ever. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Anyway, anyway, we're going to talk about uh, the final two episodes of the original run of Batman the Animated Series. Um. Yeah, uh, deep freeze but and deep back freeze row returns. And back row returns. Yeah. So we are that that's the theme of the episode we'll get to eventually but there's other stuff we got to talk about what were we ranting on just there uh shang chi i still can't oh about uh, yeah yeah you you were you made the stupid comment that no no way home would make a billion dollars which is not going to happen well based on it'll be it'll be uh, the highest grossing movie of the year for sure and it i think it'll be north of 500 million but i it's not I mean, maybe seven tops. It's not going to be. Okay. There, there's there's just no, no way. you're right. Yeah, because uh, Venom only made. Oh, no, Venom was more successful. That made 483. Shang-Chi made 432. Okay, so it did. Okay, well, good for it. That's fair. I mean, it's something that's retarded, but at least it's not. I was going to say. The freaking Venom, that's sad. Oh, no, <laughs> it's so stupid. Uh, Even just, Venom 1 fans were like, that movie was terrible. Just brain dead. Ridiculous. Oh, man. Um, I've seen so few movies this year. For whenever we talk about our top ten movies of this year, it might be even harder than last year. Oh, it won't be a top ten. We did make a top ten last year. Oh, but it was so, Somehow. like, before the end of it, it was movies <laughs> I did not, I was not proud of. Well, no, of course not. <laughs> but we did. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I guess I'll do it for the show. But, yeah, like, I do not kill myself to make a top 10 if there's like five i go with five like ugh. i don't even know if i've seen 10 movies overall this year that's what i'm trying to figure out i i don't i don't Probably know have. if i have i i think i have this year's been a little bit better than last year but that's not saying much uh, and i don't think so at least last I mean, year we, we had like Squad, a dune oh yeah that's true that's that's a fair point yeah, no, trust me. It's been a little bit better. Last year was abysmal. Yeah, no, no. Last year was very bad. Um, that was rough. Let me see. I'm trying to think of what the last. All right. Uh, I think one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. I've seen fourteen, and two are documentaries. And that's it of the year 2021. Yeah, it ain't good. I've seen 18. Yeah. And yeah. let's see. I'd put one, two, three. Maybe four. <laughs> and then the two documentaries. So we'll say six. I would. Uh, you can. I hey, would, hey, documentaries count. All right. Yeah. Last year, who uh, you cannot kill David Arquette was my number one movie of 2020. So, yeah. Um, if that's the Definitely. case, I, I think I have six that I, it, you know, enjoyed that I thought were, uh, I would put the word good. Well, we still have a few more this year. No, we don't. Yeah, we got the two big ones. We got Spider-Man and Nature. Nah. <laughs> we have the movie that shall not be named in what? Matrix, which is going to be terrible. That's, that's another movie that should not be named. No. Nope. Yeah, yeah, no, that one's. Be, I, I'm trying I'm to figure it, out the. Uh, I'm tr I'm honestly trying to understand the mentality of. Hey, 
We made three of these. Two of them were absolute garbage. Let a fourth is perfect. No. Here, here, here's here's a mentality, Mark. Warner Brothers has no new ideas, so they're just going back to whatever they own. Well, that's not even Warner Brothers. That's just everybody. True. But the only thing that reinvigorates this, first trans director, I mean, oh, that's right. all the reason that's you need right true. there to make that's a movie. A good point, yeah. That's the only reason this is happening. If, point, Lana, yeah. if the Wachowskis weren't involved, this would never happen. Oh, yeah. And it's not even can... both. One of them was like, hell no. no. <laughs> that yeah. was a, I don't remember which one it was, but that he like she what they were the smart one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, and the, the fact that's all you need to know because you cannot have as many giant box office flops as they have and still get work on a major freaking studio blockbuster. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I mean, I have, like maybe like two, three of their movies. I haven't seen Bound. That was like their first movie. No, I haven't seen that. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, and it's not good. even directed. I don't even remember the movies they've directed, to be perfectly honest. I think it's there was the one other movies. one that I liked, other than The Matrix. Cloud Atlas, I never saw. It no, terrible. no. Huge flop. I mean, like, uh, Jupiter Ascending, huge flop. They didn't direct... Uh, v for Vendetta, of course, because that movie was good. They didn't. Yeah, they did not direct V for Vendetta. That's really how you know they, they were produced involved. it, though. But exactly, they've produced a couple movies, and those are the good ones. But I'm any movie think... they've directed since the Matrix has been terrible. I know there's been one other one that I enjoyed, and I don't. It maybe wasn't Speed necessarily Racer. good. Yes, that's what it was. I just yeah. watched Speed Racer yeah. last month, and I actually really did enjoy that movie. But again, I was I very surprised for that one, right? I think they did. No, I think I think they did. Hang on, let me look it up. I'm pretty sure they did, though. Yeah, I'm going to check you on that. I know, I'm, I'm looking up. But even yep, if they did, did like that, they did. That they directed another, it. Okay. They directed it. Yep. They've only, directed, they've only directed seven movies total, including the three Matrixes. Well, yeah, again, when it was literally the three Matrix expensive. Bound, the three Matrixes, Speed Racer, Jupiter Ascending, Cloud Atlas. Those are the only movies they've directed. Well, when you tend to make really expensive movies that then flop, you don't get a whole lot of offers until you transition. And then all of a sudden studios pretend like they actually remember who you are. Oh, wait a minute. Hang on. The one, the, hang on. One of them has directed more. Here's the one. The, so oh. Lana is the one who's directing Resurrection and they directed Sense8. I don't know what that is. Oh, but... that's, no, that's a TV show for Netflix. Okay. So that's the only other thing. That the one yeah, has yeah. done without the other one. Well, Lily's the smart one. Yeah. Because they were like, I'm not going to do this crap again. Yeah, oh, I'll man. I'll change my gender, but uh, doing Matrix 4 is too crazy even for me. That's fair. It's fair. <laughs> oh, oh, no. It's, it's going to be awful. Yeah, no. I, I, that's another thing I refuse to watch a trailer of. I was like, nope. Oh, I'm, no. not, I'm not doing it's any like, part of it. Especially the new the new trailer, everyone has pretty much figured out what they're doing, and it's basically what every studio has been doing to pop oh, sure. franchises. I'm sure it like is. That's why to... I don't care. the The original Matrix, I think, is is like objectively the greatest action movie ever made. Oh yeah, like from all standpoints, it's it, there. There's no flaw. I mean, it's it's perfect. It's yeah. It's and the perfect. story was done. Was Story's perfect. perfect. The acting, the characters, the the casting is all perfect. The action is perfect. The music is perfect. Yep. It's it's yep. incredible. It is incredible. And yeah. I'm so happy I got to see that in the theater. Damn you. I know. It was awesome. Oh, that was one of my favorite theater experiences ever. There was like six people in the theater. It didn't even matter. 
care of seeing the re-release of that. Better that way. Yeah, you're right. right. Let's talk about Batman. Uh, well, wait, hang on. Okay, news-wise, the only news, and I'm a little nervous. The Japanese trailer for the Batman came out. Yes. And there's a little bit. It's pretty. I mean, it's not really much. There's just a few extra like fill-in shots that are just different angles or whatever from stuff that we haven't seen. The only thing of note is at the very end. The Riddler knows who Batman is. Oh, I didn't even see that. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about then. The very end, he literally goes, Bruce Wayne. He says, I know who you are, Bruce Wayne. Now, I'm hoping it's maybe not in that context, or maybe it's at the very end of the movie at least, or something like that. But already, with the way movies have been made, secret identities don't exist anymore, and so I'm very worried. Yeah. That's the only thing I've been worried about. Now, they can still... If it's just him, that's still kind of okay, I guess, but... Yeah, I mean, the Riddler's a smart guy, so, sure, like, you sure. know, of all the villains to figure out, him, Hugo Strange, Bane, okay. Yeah, uh, I, but, I guess, but, you know. But that's still, yeah, I'm, I'm saying, trying to think, saying, I, like, the, the whole, only ones I know of, I know there's been a handful of others, like, lesser whatever people that have, but the only main ones I can, I really even know of are Hugo Strange, Rachel Ghoul, and Bane. Yeah. But. I think, yeah, canonically, that's pretty much what it's, yeah, other than, like, the. There's been a couple of other ones, but, uh, like obscure ones at some point, but so that was the only little thing on that. I was like, "Mm, I don't really like that. The only other stuff I saw on top of that is like, there's several more kind of allusions to like Riddler and Bruce having a past. Oh, really? I didn't get that impression. Yeah, it's like people, I mean, this might be people, you know, doing the classic red circle over analyzing, but there's like pictures of like Bruce Wayne, what appears with Bruce Wayne as a kid with his parents and like the Riddler has like writing on it. And it's like, if only I knew what I knew now back then or something. Oh, so people yeah, are making I didn't even notice that. Yeah. And maybe they were like, you know, growing up together or something, which I really hope isn't the case. That's the only red flag I have about, you know, what Ooh. you just said. Yeah, and then that would be awful. hopefully they don't, they don't upturn like the the wayne story and background of like oh this is your twin brother we never told you about oh god (laughs) like please help okay yeah i never got that impression so that's yeah nope nope yep i agree i'm I'm with you just i'm hoping that's just the idiots on youtube who whose entire channels are teaser trailers that they break down for 20 minutes every pixel it's like okay but you know that's the only red flag i have everything else i'm still stoked for but yeah and it, we're kind of in that bad territory where tv spots start coming out now because i don't need to see anything else i'm good that yeah, last yep. trailer perfect yep. i got all i need to i don't need an international trailer i don't need the feature ad like i'm good mm-hmm. but yeah now that we get start getting tv spots you start get some like unseen footage it's like nope yeah yeah no i'm with you i'm with you let's just leave it where it is um because we're what like three months out yeah march so yeah damn March 11th, I think. I think that's the date, the 11th, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Somewhere around there, like second or second week of March or something. But uh, yeah, I think that's the only really Batman news that I can think of. Uh, Other than they announced, oh Uh, yeah, yeah. another thing. They announced uh, they're going to do a Penguin spinoff HBO Max show. Why? Oh. Why? 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 Nobody asked for this. 
take it with a grain of salt. This is what they do. They True. announce five spinoffs. It's, you know, it's what Star Wars did. It's what you know Warner Brothers will do. We'll see if we if we're even gonna get get that G, uh, Gotham City PD show. See it all now that I wouldn't how... mind. Like I would give that a shot. Yeah, yeah, sure. There's some story you could do like there. That, some that, little... that lends itself to a TV show. Yeah, but Penguin, no, Penguin's stupid. I mean, again, villains should never, ever, ever be a main character of anything no. ever. Now you can take that as a good sign that they have that they're blown away by Colin Farrell, which I don't doubt. He looks sure, great. That's fair. But I still, yeah, still don't need a whole show about the Penguin. Why? No, like, no, 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 no. So I can find out that he was bullied as a kid. And oh my god! Really, everything he does is That's justified. All it is. That's all it is. Everything nowadays is making the heroes look bad and villains look sympathetic. Yeah. That's all everything right. does now. You're absolutely right. I don't understand. I don't understand. The only you people that are it? bad guys are good guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you get it? Joker is like, is like discarded by society. No, I got it. I, I hate it. And every it's single. Take it away. And not only that, but now it's even worse. Now every villain is a female who's really not a bad guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. They murdered 30 people. But guess what? They were hit as a child. So it doesn't matter. They're the victim yep. here. I d- yeah, Michael B. Jordan is still talking about how Killmonger wasn't the villain. It's like, what? <sighs> Just because something crappy happens to you does not give you the excuse to act this way. No. Good God. <laughs> I don't understand why that's the message that everything's being preached. I don't get it. I don't understand. Because our society is trying to mainstream mental illness. It's true. They're trying to weaponize it. Yeah, normalize it. Yeah, uh, no, weaponize it. Like they're trying to make people. Anyway, that's a whole different thing. But uh, it sucks, yeah, dude. Uh, oh, oh, uh, I got another thing I want to rant about. Oh, please, Hawkeye, man. Oh man, oh, shit, it got so going? much worse. The first Shot. three episodes, I'm... like, look, like I said last time we talked. Objectively, Tolerable. this is a bad show. Like, this is a bad okay. show. This is written by a, a, a retarded four-year-old, and like everything else is, yep. it's one of the it's one yeah, of the worst scripts. Out. It's just it's terrible. But the one thing, Jeremy Renner's good as always. Haley si- Haley Steinfeld, again, her character is horribly written, but she's fine. Like she's Likeable. fine. Yeah. Uh, she's doing her best with what the material is, and and they didn't quite push it too far yet they didn't ugly her up thank god that's true that's good too but um this last episode oh my gosh like it was was one of the worst episode no no there's two more are there more this is the fourth episode it was it was the worst written thing i've probably ever watched like you could see and i could see what was happening like in the writer's room with how they were writing it like you there's literally a part where the one the whole episode is just sitting and talking like the entire oh thing it's just the laziest thing ever and there's a moment that, so there's a whole part like half the episode they Jeremy Renner and uh whatever other girl Haley Seinfeld, Kate Bishop, whatever they uh, end up making the thing. They're like, all right, we're going to, we got to track down whatever. 
And then Jeremy Renner like goes back to the apartment that they're staying at and is just like strapped himself up with ice just everywhere. And you're like, okay, that's that's good. Oh, yeah. Like I you know, I get that. Well then she like knocks on the door and like comes in with like pizza and all this stuff, and then we have like a ten minute long like bonding thing of like a montage oh, God. of like them like eating this and this and him like teaching her how to flick a quarter across the room and all this stuff. And I'm like, this is the worst thing I've ever seen. Like, I know <laughs> what they're going for. They're going for the trapped bonding scene. Yeah. But this is like the most retarded way I've ever seen it done. And it's the most forced it crap. I'm like, why are they here? They should be out pursuing. It's not like they're, trapped and can't move or they're being hunted right. by the cops and they have to hide nothing's happening there's no reason for them not to be doing something oh wow zero they're just like well i guess we're done for the night and he's trying to like get back home in time for christmas and there's like three days left and they're like no nah, we can take a night off and you're like wow what what is happening here and we get the big bonding scene, a big moment when she's mentioning all this stuff. And then, you know, they're talking about Ronan and the connection and why he's trying to help. And then she's just like, you're Ronan, aren't you? And you're just like, oh, my gosh, this is the most retarded thing I've ever seen. Who wrote this? The one good thing is like the little flashback thing, like the little PTSD moments that he has are great. And but every oh, my gosh, it is so bad and then they like go to the stakeout i don't even know why they're at this apartment staking it out i guess i missed this part and um and you get the moment when he's they're on this rooftop she's like i thought we should be higher and he's like no you need an easy escape we need to be at this angle and whatever and then he's like all right now you're gonna stay here you're gonna watch this whatever and then he looks back and then he looks over and then she's gone and she's already just ignored oh, him and just gone in there herself. And then it turns gee. out, then it turns out, oh, it's the apartment of the villain, girl, Echo, whatever. And then, oh, she set off the alarm that she didn't hear because Echo's deaf. So her alarm is a light that flashes. And, oh, then here she is and comes in and beats her up. And then they zip line over. No. And then, then that's the thing. So they're getting ready, like. He shoots like a zip line for her to escape. And of course, like she gets stuck halfway, clearly implying like, oh, they should have been higher because see, this didn't work. That's clearly uh, the implication. Back. Now, it's never mentioned, but I know that's why it was done. And um, to be like, oh, see, he doesn't know what he's talking about. She was right. And then and then they start fighting. And of course, he's just like sitting here watching the two girls fight and then all of a sudden this other assassin that's clearly a girl shows up and starts kicking the crap out of everyone and ends up ripping they end up ripping the mask off her and oh guess who it is it's the black widow sister from the movie great what? she's in this show now because of course so it's all women just fighting around and clint's doing nothing and that's the future of MCU. That's the and then the whole end of the episode is him like to Kate Bishop. No, we can't be a part of this. It's way too dangerous. Once he saw that it was whatever her name is, like it's way too dangerous. Go away. And she's like, no, I'm not gonna leave. And like crying. And then he just leaves her. And it's like, oh, I wonder what's gonna happen here. She's gonna follow anyway and then save the day when he's trapped. And I was like, oh my gosh, I hate everything, Ian. I hate everything. <laughs> are you are you gonna are you gonna tough it out and watch the rest of it? Or are you done? I might. I don't know. I've only half even watched these last two episodes. I turn it on and I just fast forward anytime Clint Martin's not on the screen. 
Oh, wow. Uh, for the most part, it's so bad. It's so All I bad. can think of, and the only, the only part I care about is how you keep calling Haley Steinfeld, Haley Steinfeld. I just keep and going I just back and that forth. Ju- I just keep going back and forth. And I, but then I remember that Julia Lewis Dreyfus is now in the MCU, so I laugh. Because I, I just hope oh, yeah, that the is. MCU That's will turn true. into a, <laughs> I'm just hoping the MCU will turn into a reunion of Seinfeld. <laughs> That's the only reason I'd watch. Nah, Jerry would never do that to DC. Of course not. No. <laughs> you think they'll bring back Michael Richards? <laughs> no, no. He would never do that to DC. He he would he would only be in a Superman movie. That's true. Yeah, he's a Superman fanboy. That yeah, that that sounds awful, Mark. This show it, it tells you a lot. This show has no buzz. Like no, even the people no, who are still on the M- MCU bandwagon aren't talking about this show. It's it's because it was just a bait and switch show. They all the advertising was oh, what's a Hawkeye show? It's like nope, no, it's not. It's not. It's a Kate Bishop show. Which I mean, that didn't surprise me. I knew that already. But no. um, yeah, you knew that. Was I'm, I'm sure for the normies that happened, and it's happened so many times that at some point people are just gonna just be done. Like even the normal people are just gonna be done. The people that just well, eat up whatever and don't care and just, oh, it's a Marvel movie. Like, even they're not going to care. Like, even they don't really care now. It was, well, I had no idea that freaking Florence Pugh was in this episode because I saw nothing. I thought I would at least see a blip on Twitter about, oh, Florence Pugh, they're trying to blah, 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 and nothing. Nope. So the fact that, like, she was in it and you could tell they're like, oh, please inject some, you know, oh, my God, you know, cross universe, whatever the heck. It wasn't even like, well that's, done. That's it was sad. boring. Like, it wasn't even a great anyway. Of course not. It's like, oh great, we're gonna take the the thing that ruined Black Widow's character and now keep it going, yay! <laughs> Guess what? We that, get a that, show that with awful. we get a show with Clint Barton and the sister of Black Widow. Do we get a show with Clint Barton and Black Widow? No. Oh, yeah. Remember in the very first Avengers where they talked about Budapest and how crazy that was? That'd be a cool movie to see. Did we get that? No. Oh, remember when they called it back in Endgame too? That would have been cool to see. Nope. Nah, we don't want that. We want to see this completely shoehorned in adventure with a family that she never mentioned. That literally ruined the ruined the character. Like completely ruined the character. Yeah. Black Widow is ruined with that. Because now she just oh, looks like either which, the most heartless person ever or just an idiot. Yeah. Which I mean, ha- props to them. How you ruin an already dead character. Usually you ruin the character by killing them. It's true. But, you know. That I is mean, true. Talk about ingenuity at Marvel. <laughs> oh man it's yeah I, I i i didn't even mean to talk about that i'd completely forgotten about hawkeye until we were in here and i was like oh yeah that happened uh so, to be fair the rest of the world has too i will say so even with this garbage they still for the most part haven't quite ruined the clint barton character so i guess so that's good but they got two episodes to do it and they've already shown signs so and the, i mean it's all about the ending True. If they're smart, true. they'll they'll if they're smart, they will shoot for the middle and just he he finally retires and goes as Christmas yep. Christmas was family. If they are smart, because they are not yep. capable of doing anything else, and you you know they're going to try and be an ambitious and be like, no, we need to give him a true warriors you know Viking funeral and send off. No, you just don't. Gonna, just let uh, it it's going to be him just getting beaten to death by all the women <laughs> yes that's what i'm expecting but oh man they just kill him they they kill him with arrows made out of tampons that's how they kill him <laughs> <laughs> uh, they already had kate bishop be the one that shot all the trick arrows have you ever seen clint shoot a trick arrow nope uh no 
One time. Oh, one God. time. It was in the first Avengers when he shoots that USB arrow into the helicarrier. That's about You're the right. only time. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. That's sad. Yeah, she shot all of them during one of the scenes. Now, to be fair, they were his, so it's not like she made them herself and whatever, but still. And that scene, I will say, that scene was fine. That was probably the best action scene of the show, was that car chase scene from, I think, episode three? I think it was episode three. Okay, because some of but but at the same time it still was all it was her i mean it didn't look great it it wasn't great but it was fine like as an action scene and it was just fun seeing hawkeye stuff but you know he wasn't even shooting he was the one driving of course i mean to be fair she you know she couldn't drive so you know that makes sense but i guess (sighs) they haven't (laughs) cut the balls off of him yet now they haven't helped anything (sighs) He doesn't look any better by any means necessarily no, at absolutely. all, but he he doesn't look at least. Com- I mean, he definitely looks somewhat worse, but he doesn't look like completely. It's not as bad as some of the other things we've seen. That's the only credit I can get it, give it at least so far. I mean, that's <sighs> where we are now. Yeah, it is. The bar is that low. The bar is that low. My only bar was just don't ruin this character. That that was my only bar. With the show. <laughs> I knew everything else is going to yeah. be garbage. I knew it was going to be bait and switch. Oh, I knew it was going to be poorly written. I knew all this stuff. The only thing I was just hoping for is at least just don't ruin this character in service for this other character. And eh, who knows? Probably will happen. Well, speaking of speaking of that mentality, uh, the only good news, which may not end up being good news, I can think of that came out this week, was that Kevin Feige confirmed Charlie Cox is still Daredevil. No, that's horrible news. That. Probably because no, that's horrible. They're not going to do the show because it's like far from home crap. Like it's the same thing. Now they're going to take this great, perfect character and ruin it. So no, this is not good news. Well, he's not. He's going to be in like two scenes. He's not going to be Daredevil in the movie. It's going to be. I'm not talking about in this movie. I'm talking about like what they're doing with Far From Home now, trying to ruin the Raimi movies. Like no, it's just you do not want this. You do not want them to have anything you like. Period. I want Charlie Cox to play Daredevil. That's all I it's want. It's not going to happen. And if it happens, it'll be a Marvel property and the character will be ruined. Uh, damn it, Mark. You need to leave it where it is. It was perfect the way it was. But Charlie Cox. That's all I can hope for with anything this. now is just that they don't ruin something I already like. Charlie Cox literally had the best quote where he, like, someone asked him if he would be okay with someone else playing Daredevil. And he said, no. I would literally put on the suit and they would have to fight me for it. I'm like, yes, that no. is the proper response. No, no it's not. Not with like, Marvel. Oh. Not with the MCU. Yeah. He's going like, to come out Electra, and Electra is going to kill him and be Daredevil. Oh, come on. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. Right. He's going to die and Electra is going to be Daredevil. Karen will or somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be her. Someone with no fighting ability whatsoever. She'll, she'll be Daredevil just because. So no, well, that's, like that's horrible news. Back. Can they just like keep him on, like pay him the money he deserves, <laughs> let him show up in costume, like, <laughs> but just don't like don't write anything for his character. Like, ah, damn it, man, we mm. can't get a win. No, nope. even when we think we get a win, it's not a win. No, it's like the Kenobi series. I'm, 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 I'm nope, oh. that's dead. I'm not going anywhere near it. I have to like 
nope. rewrite my brain to be like, nope, you don't want this. Yeah, I, I don't. know you think I'm not watching anything. As soon think- as it was announced, said, oh, Darth Vader. Nope, 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 out, done, gone. It's going to be like Arrow. Yeah. It's going to be like season three of Arrow when he leaves the island oh. and then you find out the entire five years he was stranded on the island. He wasn't even there and he was doing all these other side adventures and then the last second showed up and then just put on a fake wow. beard and then was there. It's going to be like that. Oh, God, you're right. Oh, Obi-Wan was this hermit it's- over here learning for. Nope. He actually was fl- uh, flying around the galaxy and fighting Darth Vader this whole time. And really, he still wasn't that great a Jedi. And actually, there was this female Jedi he was stranded with most of the time, and she actually taught him how to be a Force ghost. Exactly. God, you're right. God, you're right. Oh. Like, I would bet anything that will happen. Uh, I mean, you'd be an idiot to take that bet. Yep. It'll be... But (sighs) at this point, it's not even going to be like Rise of Skywalker. I went to see Rise of Skywalker in theater. Are you kidding me? I was super excited for that. That was great. I had a great time watching that movie in the movie theater. Because at that point, there's oh, nothing no. else they could kill. It was already gone. No, there was, no. There's nothing that could no, happen. Absolutely. Nothing. Zero. So at that point, it didn't even matter. You're playing with house money yeah. with that movie. Yeah. With, with this, like you know there still is. Yeah, yeah. Right. The last, that's, why, that's why Rise of Skywalker is so much better than The Last Jedi. Because Rise of Skywalker, you can just watch for just sheer stupidity of it. And you're just like, wow, this was made by a human with a brain somehow. And it's very (laughs) it's very entertaining. Last Jedi you watch and and you're like, wow, this literally killed everything. So there's a big difference. I mean, I still haven't seen Rise of Skywalker. So I can't speak, but no, you didn't go and see it to play bingo. Oh, I had a great time in the theater. I had a great time, man. I went there with that bingo sheet. I got like 12 bingos. It was great. Oh, yeah, but I'm not giving that movie one cent. Well, I had the AMC pass at the time, so. Oh, fair enough. You know, I was paying for that anyway. So you're guilt-free, but yeah, no, I was not. No, are you kidding me? Well, that's fair. I, I do respect that, the, the not giving money to it. I, I respect that for sure. Thank you. Thank you. But yeah, you should still watch it. It's just so much fun. Like, it's like best of the worst oh, fun. Type type movie to watch. I mean, I've already seen everything between between Mahler's videos and I'm PR's telling you, man, videos, when, like when Palpatine just raises hands in the air and just shoots lightning and it just kills all the starships, it's one of the greatest scenes I've ever seen. <laughs> it is one of the greatest things that I've ever seen in a movie. It is just amazing. I don't know if I don't. There's not too many things I've laughed that hard at, especially the, the with fact the fact that, that it was like leaked and you're like, no way, this is just Doomcock being crazy, and then it's like, nope, that happened. <laughs> <laughs> and they didn't even uh, try to do like damage control they're just no. like alright let's, let's just be done with this thing it was awesome it was great <laughs> oh man anyway. but yeah I ain't watching any more Star Wars stuff I don't think no kind of why would you Mandalorian fooled me for a little while but yeah, uh, nope and the fact they're making a Boba Fett show it's like you guys are actually stupid oh, God. Like, you guys are actually well, and, and uh, that, that Patty Jenkins movie got canned Oh yeah, props to her. Not that she's yes. any good. Was it her that did it? Yeah, I think Ew, she quit. she's a terrible writer. Oh, did she? Or I thought it was more like I think it was one of those of things realizing. where they I think she wanted to write it and direct it and they were like, "Uh, no, you can't write." Uh, and then she's like, "No, I'm <laughs> going to do both." And then I think that's why she walked out. I think. So I'm not sure who I respect more was... in this situation. I, I don't know if you Disney can letting her go because they realize she's a bad writer or her leaving Disney Star Wars. I'm not sure who I respect more for that. 
I, I think people are kind of finally starting to realize her limitations because she was also supposed to direct that Cleopatra movie with Gal Gadot, which is going to be terrible because she cannot oh, act, especially with Cleopatra. Yeah, yeah, it's been in production hell because mm. Gal Gadot is a terrible actress and should not true. play Cleopatra. That is um, true, yeah. But yeah, and she, but she got she got kicked from that, and that's on Disney. So I really feel like it's everyone seeing that Wonder Woman eight, 1984 was terrible, and we vastly overrated the first Wonder Woman. Yes, and it's we, like, did. Oh, we did. She may not be as good as we thought. Yep, I think that is a fair point. Um, yeah. Um. Jen. Oh, uh, yeah. The the only other thing I want to talk about this completely off this completely different topic. We're shifting gears here. Um, I've gotten back into doing a bunch of shadow stuff. Oh, okay. And uh, because I. I did like the free month trial of the comiXology, like comics unlimited thing where oh, yeah, uh, yeah. you can read comics for free. Now I realized it's not all the things they have on their library. There's only a select few that they make available to that. So that really ticked me off. That's um, lame. Yeah, that is lame. And like they change it. So it's like a Netflix thing or something where stuff will like come and oh, go. God. So that's really so dumb. Um, but uh, I read a bunch of shadow comics because of that so that was pretty cool i read like shadow year one which was good shadow 1941 it's like hitler's astrologer is that what it's called i think that's what it's called yeah 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 that was really good and then i read uh shadow blood and judgment the one from the 80s where he like comes back and he's the same age as he was in the 40s and then is in like 1980s new york a lot of people hate that and i can see why there's a few dumb things with it, but yeah, it was fine. I thought that that was fine too. It's okay. just so funny. 80s, <clears throat> 80s comic uh, art style is just so unique. That's one way of putting it. Like, yeah. You just know, you can just show me a drawing of anything. I'm like, oh, well, that was drawn in the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's and and, and I kind of like it. It's funny. I love Marvel Comics art from the 80s. I love the way it's drawn. Like, all of that's drawn. I just really, really do. I think it looks fun. Everything pops. It's crazy. There's so many clean lines. Like, there's so much detail in everything, and it's so bright. I don't know. I enjoy it. But uh, in a Shadow comic, it's kind of weird having that kind of style. Is it trying to be like Frank Miller? No, 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 no. Not at all. It looks like a Marvel. It, It looks like an 80s, like batman or marvel comic where everything's just so bright a lot of detail it's just kind of odd seeing like a noir thing that bright yeah that's weird for the shadow yeah it's it's kind of weird it it doesn't really fit much but just watching that in general so i went back and i read the original hawkeye miniseries from 1983 or 84 which is awesome man oh reading that especially after watching the show i'm like man this is great i forgot how much i have i have all of those but Oh, I need to read that. It's so good. Yeah, it's just a four issue miniseries. It's 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 uh <clears throat> it's how he meets Mockingbird. Which is uh okay. which is really cool. Which if for the any any of you guys that don't know he who he ends up marrying. Um But yeah, so that that's a fun story. It's like it's when he first like quits, like leaves the Avengers, and so he's like off on his own. And so it's I enjoy that a lot. That's a really good series. But um yeah, so I've read a lot of that stuff, but I uh, also shout out here to Rageaholic. Razor Fist might be my favorite person on YouTube right now. I'm glad. Yeah, um, I'm glad you discovered him. 
Oh, I mean, I've I mean, I've watched his stuff for a, a while now, like a couple years now. Oh. But um, his shadow stuff. I mean, that's why I've done anything with the shadow is because of the videos that he's made on the shadow. And sure. a couple months ago, he did a full audio book for one of the pulps. It's on YouTube. Yeah, I saw that. It's like five hours long. It is one of the best things I've ever heard. Yeah, I finally yeah. I finally listened to that this week. It is incredible. It is one of the best made audiobooks I've ever heard. Like he I can't even imagine he, he how long how to that do took. I, I can't yeah, even how imagine how long. Because there's so much detail in that. And it is so I, I was thinking about this. I was like, because I've listened to tons of audiobooks, and you're like, these have to be so hard to do because you have to do oh, God, yeah. multiple voices, but not really voices. And not really acting, but kind of acting. It's so weird. It's like this weird line you like have to follow with an audiobook yeah. where you have to differentiate it, but without sounding like your voice acting. I don't know. And I yeah, didn't it's like even, a one man show. Yeah, I never really thought about it until I was listening to this and I was like, that's just so impressive. And you have to remember how each character sounds and stuff. And it's like, I don't even know how long this took. Like this is there's background music, there's sound, there's everything. I mean, it sounds like anything as good as you would hear on like an actual Audible audiobook or anything like that. It's it's oh, fantastic. Yeah. So highly recommend uh, listening to that. It's uh, the double Z. I think it's like Shadow Pulp number five. So it's an early one, but it's really good. And I really want to read the pulps now because they're so much better than the radio plays, which I enjoy too. Oh, yeah. Um, I really enjoy the radio plays a lot. But yeah, the pulps the pulps are just fantastic. Like that's awesome. Unfortunately, they're very hard to find. They are, yeah, especially especially physical copy. That yeah, that's what I mean. Like very hard to find, and very expensive. Yeah. yeah. So that stinks. Yeah, hopefully they'll they're, they're kind of behind on the whole like digital kind of um, yeah rendering or, or like uh, duplicating. Yeah, uh, you can find some because some, I mean, I think it's technically still in the public domain. So I think you can. It is, but it's, it's still, they just haven't like put in the groundwork to like produce yeah. it or whatever. Yeah, but. Uh, whatever yeah, so I hope he makes more of these because that's just, it's it's phenomenal. It's so good. Yeah. So yeah. I had to, had to shout that out because I just finished listening to that. It's really good. That's, oh, that helps, cool. Ian. With everything else, it helps. Because I'm like, oh, this God, is We great. need something, bro. <laughs> I was like, this is awesome. This is I the mean, way that, characters should be. Well, that, that's this whole like mantra now is you know reject modernity, embrace pulp. It's like mm-hmm. all the stuff we're getting today is crap. It's mm-hmm. all by the same people, blue-haired side shaves and stupid you know identity politics. So it's like embrace the good stuff that they yep. condemn because it was too racist or misogynistic or whatever. Yep. And it's like no, it's just really good stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nope. Hundred percent. So it's that was awesome. Uh. All right. I guess we can move on to. Uh, have you seen any movies, Ian? I've seen one. It was terrible. Uh, the <laughs> <laughs> perfect, good. Yeah, uh, I finally saw the Perfect Storm uh, with George Clooney and Mark Wahlberg. You ever see that? The oh yeah, is it? It's it's just one of those uh, disaster movies, right? Yeah, Wolfgang Pearson, mid nineties. You know, uh, it's weird because it's not based on any one true event. Hmm. Uh, but like they treat it as like it is because spoiler alert, like it's like five guys on fishing boat, uh, George Clooney, Mark Wahlberg, John C. Riley, uh, Michael Fitchner, some other guy. 
and they all uh, John Hawks and they all die because like you know they they get too greedy they go out in the storm they get caught in the storm and they all die oh. and so it's weird because you would think uh, such a hard heavy ending like that you know where they're showing the funeral and like the the town and all their widows and stuff it's like oh this is dedicated to the the real life fishermen who were killed now it's just like we made a disaster movie and it just ends with the characters making one bad decision and they end up dying for her. So basically take like only the brave, but make it really dumb cliche and bad CGI. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's uh, it's bad. Yeah. And it was, it was a big movie when it came out. I was always curious to watch it. And then I think it was on HBO max. I'm like, yeah, hey, why not? And I'm like, this is terrible. Ah, that's, that's disappointing. Yeah, but, you know, it's, it's kind of like the, the relic of the 90s where everyone was trying to be like Roland Emmerich and so you had all these disaster movies. Yeah, I've never really been a fan of disaster movies, to be honest. No, no, I'm glad uh, I'm glad that kind of bad kind of died yeah. in the 90s. Yeah, well, uh, speaking yeah, of... That, that was, that's it. Speaking of bad, um, I've watched two movies and a documentary um, since we last okay. had an episode... Don't ask no, me why. Don't ask me. No, no movies first. Don't don't ask me why. I I watched both the live action Scooby Doo movies, which I had not seen before. Literally uh, just about to ask you, but I'm not. <laughs> um, I a knee jerk reaction. I, I just I missed it as a kid because they came out in 02, which was right when I was still not allowed to watch things that came out. Really. Um, oh, I remember. I saw them. And I just saw it on HBO Max and was like. I never watched this. And I, I'd seen part of it because I remember it would be on in the doctor's office and places like that. So I had seen a decent amount of the first movie. And I, like as I was rewatching, I was like, oh, wait, I remember this. Um, Look, Ian, it, it's terrible. But like, I kind of like it. The casting's on point. The casting... The the worst casting is Freddie Pin- Prince Jr. as Fred, and even he's not terrible. They it's more the character. They just kind of caricatured up the character a little bit, um, and he's which is fine because they do that with everyone kind of. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I mean, and he's Freddie Prince Jr. I mean, this is all he can do. That's literally all he can do. But you know, it's fine. He can't it, even it, do this. It's he's fine. I'm not gonna hate on him really too much. But as far as the cast goes, he's I the weakest him. one. Oh, I hate him for real, sure. like in real life, of course. But um, yeah, yeah, that's fine. But uh, everyone else is great. Like Sarah Michelle Geller is fantastic as Daphne. I actually liked what, what they did what? with her character. Huh? What's his name? Is Shaggy is literally perfect. Oh man, that's 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 the real thing to talk about with uh, yeah, with uh, with this movie is I forget his name. No, um. No, he's fantastic. Ma- Matthew Lillard is amazing, yes. and I don't know why he he just made a bunch of bad movies. Unfortunately, yeah, he did over that time period that just just ruined his career. Because he's good, like he's a good actor. I mean, obviously, Scream is yeah, what put is. him on the map, and he's phenomenal yeah, in Scream. And he yeah, is hilarious. Shaggy. Like, oh, it's yeah. one of the best like the- comic to live action casting things I've ever seen. Like, yeah, he's. Yeah. Perfect, and he's so perfect. He did the voice of Shaggy in most of the cartoons. After that, I think he's done oh, most of, of the voicing of Shaggy since then um, in the cartoons. Because he's just so he's so good. Um, 
It's, and, it's uh, almost like people, someone thought of that casting. It was perfect. They're like, okay, we just now have to make the rest of the movie. Might have like, been. That's probably it what came Might have been. <laughs> <laughs> it could have been that way. Um, but, uh, and, uh, oh, shoot. What, what is her name? Oh, um, uh, Hawkeye's wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, shoot. Linda was... Cardellini. Linda. That was her first. I couldn't remember what her first name. I remember the Cardellini. Yeah. Who yeah. would have thought she could play Velma? And she can. Like, she's good. She's great. Um, yeah. I mean, it's the classic really hot actress. We try and make not hot for this role, which is always funny. <laughs> put on glasses. Yeah. yeah, which is always funny. But she nails it. Um, yep. It It is some of the worst CGI in the history of movies. And this is even for 2002 standards. Because like oh, Spider-Man came bad. out in 2002, which some people hate on the CGI in that movie. I think CGI is good in Spider-Man. Um, oh, it still holds up. Get out of here. But... Uh, you know, Attack of the Clones came out in t- 2002. War of the Rings. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't, yeah, Fellowship came out in 01. Like, yep. yeah, CGI, ago. yes. Was it what it is now? No, of course not. Is there room for, Even, oh, yeah. is there room for, uh, you know, is there leeway there given? Sure. Even with that, it's horrible. Um, yeah. Like, the Scooby-Doo animation is so bad. It's so bad. I like the characterization yeah. of Scooby. I think they do a good job with the character and the voice acting and everything. Sure. All that's done well, but it looks up. terrible. Um, yeah. Grand, you can't really do a real dog, too. Yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah, you can't do a real one. I, I totally get that. But, but Ian, it's not good. But, like, I kind of, I kind of really liked it. Because it's so dumb. It's like unapologetically dumb and it knows it and it like leans into it. And yeah, and it's so and there's parts that made me laugh. Like the part when Scooby-Doo gets a phone call on the island and the bartender's just like, oh, we have a phone call for uh, Mr. Do. And a random dude is just like, I forgot what he says. He's like, he's like, Kyle do. And they're like, no, uh, Scooby-Doo. And then he comes over and answers the phone and it just says something like, hey, I have a bag of hamburgers for you. He's like, oh, hamburgers? And he's like, yeah, just go out into the woods in the dark where nobody can see you. And he's like, oh, okay. And then like, it's just so dumb. It It's so, it's funny. There's so many stupid parts I, that made me laugh. It's almost kind of like the shadow movie where they just kind of embrace, like they're they're trying to be as faithful to it as possible, knowing that doing so it's going to look ridiculous. But yes, they're like, hey, yes. we're not we're not trying to rewrite it. We're not trying to make this more than it is. It's yep. like we're just making a, a, a or it's like the Power Rangers movie. I watched that not too long yeah. ago. I'm like, you know what? Not a great movie. Obviously, it's but it's perfect for kids because yeah. it's exactly what it should be. Now that's my one problem. Well, there's a couple, but one big problem. This movie is way too sexual. Yeah, that's what it hurts. Wait, yeah. what, what is the, why? The, it, you're doing all this stuff they, to make it for like kids and then you throw all this random sexuality into it for no reason. Yeah. That's almost never funny. To, and it's just like, no, why no. is this here? Who was this made for? I, I guess they were trying to. Is it literally made for like 16 year olds? It's like, is it literally made for no, like high school yeah. kids? My it's, guess is it was made for because you know the, most of the parents who took their kids grew up with Scooby Doo mm-hmm. as kids, so they try to yeah, appease them too. But it's like now, but yeah, that's the not jokes are that's terrible. not humor for adults. That's like adult humor for now, like thirteen year olds. 
Yeah, it, that's the problem. It's very lowbrow, like. Yeah, and yeah. most of it's just not even funny, and so it's it doesn't fit, and it or sticks dated. out yeah. whenever it happens. It just sticks out, and you're like, that doesn't fit in this movie. So that that's a shame, but uh, yeah, it's fine. Um, and then I watch a second movie. To be honest, I I I I didn't think the second movie was necessarily really any worse than the first one. The second one, no, it's about the same. The second one is way more faithful too. Like the second one, literally just uses yeah, all these like old villains plot. from the show. It one hundred percent is a wink at the audience, like the whole time. It's just oh, doing yeah. things straight, you know, to the audience and their knowledge of Scooby Doo, and it's terrible, of course, like the other ones, but. Again, it just it, it it kind of is entertaining, and I kind of appreciate the faithfulness it is to the the actual show, especially in this day and age when that's something we can't oh, get. Now, now we get like freaking. Now we get a terrible movie that Velma. also ruins the characters. Back in the day, we yeah. got terrible movies that were at least faithful to the stuff. Exactly. Yes. So I'll, I'll take I'll take bad jokes and. and cringe humor over black lesbian Velma and non-binary Fred Mm -hmm. any day. Yes, exactly. So no, are they both? They're both terrible. Yes. But did I enjoy both of them? Yes, I did. I did. So I remember, I remember being a kid and my grandpa taking me and my sisters to see the second one in theaters. Oh boy. (laughs) That's how old I am. What did child Ian think of that? Uh, I wasn't, I mean, I got, I, even back then I knew it wasn't great, but it, you know, it, it, it entertained me. I, I yeah. probably laughed at some of the dumb dated jokes back then, but you know, and I, I like the whole, I like wow. the whole subplot of Shaggy and Scooby being like, we don't bring anything to this team. Like that's a solid oh, plot yeah. point yeah. with that second that's, movie. That's, that's like only people who grew up like, and were fans of the show would be like, yeah, that's, that's kind of always been the theme. Yeah. And it's it's done well. I, I I'm just saying, not gonna argue the good movies. Could be worse. I enjoyed both of them. I enjoyed both of them. Yeah. I'd probably rewatch them at some point. Probably would. If you know, I'll put them on for my niece and let her experience them, and I won't hate myself. Yeah, yeah. And as a Scooby Doo fan, it's faithful to the to Scooby Doo. So that's yeah, really I all like, you can I ask like for this day and age. Uh, exactly. Okay. The only thing I've watched, which would be the best thing I've watched in 2021. I watched oh. the Beatles Get Back documentary uh, on Disney Plus, directed by Peter Jackson. It is one of the best documentaries I've ever seen, ever. Could uh, could someone who's not a Beatles Beatles fan still appreciate it? Yes. Now, okay, because I hate the Beatles. <sighs> See, just when I think Ian's pretty good and like a <laughs> solid person and good opinions and all this stuff, then he says some. BS like that and just ruins every opinion he's ever had in his entire life. I, mean, I like a couple songs. I like Twisted Shout and Hey Jude. Uh, but I don't think they're the greatest band ever made. I don't even know what to say to this. I don't know how to proceed from here. This whole thing. I just hate derailed. John Lennon so much. Of so. course, everyone who is a brain hates John Lennon, but it's but he's still fantastic and well, actually, people used to say that John Lennon was the coolest, but now people are saying after this documentary that people think Paul is actually the coolest. Oh, no, Paul's always been the best. And anyone who didn't think that is an idiot. Um, it's, it's hard because, you know, John Lennon died, you know, and his mother dies. But. Maybe, but no, John Lennon is brilliant. Don't get me wrong. But no, eh. Paul 
is maybe like the greatest modern musician ever. Um, well, I mean, he's great. I, I can't, I can't deny that. This, yeah, even as a fan, I, 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 okay. If you're not a fan of the Beatles, will you enjoy it as much? No, you won't. But can you still, still enjoy still, it? Still good yes. documentary. It is one of the. It's it's fascinating. It is fascinating because the whole premise is this is one of the last times they were ever ever together. I think like in six, late sixty eight, maybe early sixty nine, somewhere around there, and they're they're recording the Let It Be album, which is really okay. confusing because half the songs they're working on are from from Abbey Road, and they ended up shelving the Let It Be album, recording the Abbey Road album. That one then came out, and then they broke up. And then Let It Be came out like a year after they broke up. So it's very confusing. But um, okay. this is mostly them recording Let It Be album. And the whole idea was they wanted to make a big TV special. Like of them making it. So they have all these like 16 millimeter like high quality cameras everywhere. Ah. Recording everything. So they have three weeks they, till the album's supposed to come out. And the TV show is supposed to happen. And they have like nothing like it's literally them making a whole album in like three weeks and the cameras are there for everything. The entire they're just in this studio and it's just them trying to figure out how to make this album. So if you've ever wanted to see like musicians work, it's like the best example I've ever seen of like how boring and stressful and weird this whole thing is of like making music but done in a non like edited Peter Jackson's brilliant for this. I don't know how th- apparently there was 160 hours of footage. Whoa. And somehow he condensed it into this like nine hour documentary. I mean, this is a man who made Lord of Rings, so I can True. believe it. True. And he's apparently he's been working on it for like four years. Um, I mean, I think it's clear now because I love Peter Jackson always well, but it's like, yeah, he's, he should definitely stick to documentaries after the lovely bones and King Kong. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. Uh, but so the first the first part, it's in three parts. The first part is the best one for sure. Like it's just fascinating because it's them starting this whole process. They have this TV show. Everything kind of starts to implode eventually. George quits the band. Like <laughs> it's awesome. Like it is awesome. You see Paul McCartney like going crazy because he's basically the one in charge of everything. And so he's trying oh, to God. like – get everyone together. He's trying to manage everything and like write all the music and get this thing done. And it's causing friction with George and with other people, you know, with this stuff, John's just there with Yoko who never leaves him the entire time. Just sitting there, you know, just high probably the the entire time. He's just like, you know, he's just high on heroin or something the whole time. And he's just like there. And then he ends up being hilarious. He's he's so funny though. I'll give him credit. He, funny. he does have one of my favorite lines ever. It was from an interview way back. You've probably seen it where some reporter asked him, "What's it like to play with the greatest drummer in the world?" Talk about Ringo. Mm-hmm. And he goes, "Ringo's not even the best drummer in the Beatles." <laughs> yeah, no, but he's he's right because Paul McCartney is the best everything in the Beatles. He's the best guitar oh, yeah. player, and drummer, and songwriter, and singer, and he plays bass. <laughs> but he's the best at every instrument in this band um but the probably my favorite part of the whole thing there's a clip i i retweeted on twitter a few weeks ago when it came out but there there's literally a clip where you just see paul just sitting there john's late hadn't even shown up yet and paul's sitting there 
And Ringo and George are just sitting there not doing anything. And Paul's just has his bass guitar and is like strumming chords on it. Like it's a guitar. Just sitting there. Just trying to come up with something. And all of a sudden, after like a couple minutes, you start kind of, you're like, wait a minute, this sounds like Get Back. And then he just keeps doing it. Keeps doing it. And then you start hearing the chords come out. And the the progressions. And then he starts kind of singing. He's like, yeah, bye, And he's just like saying words. He's not even saying words. He's just like singing melody and stuff. And then starting to come up with words as he's doing this. And then at some point you hear George kind of perk up and he grabs his guitar and starts throwing in a guitar part. You see Ringo like start clapping this like drum beat. And eventually you're like, oh, you can do this is like literally get back. And then, you know, in the next cool. scene, like Ringo's on the drums and they're starting to play it. John then just shows up. The song's basically done. And then he just kind of comes in and then starts his guitar part just like it was nothing. And you're like, that that was like the greatest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> that is pretty cool. Paul literally just like, it's like reaching through thin air and like grabs a song. And then like, there it is. It's fascinating. And so again, and all this is on film ready. because they're just oh. filming everything. Yeah. It is awesome. It is awesome. It, it's worth it just cool. for that. I might have to watch it. Like, yeah, it, yeah. It, watch the first part. The first part, now, I, it does kind of drag a little bit after that, like when they move from the big studio. Because at some point, the, the TV show falls through. They still want to, like, do a film. And then they want to do, like, a big concert. And there's all these executives here. And some of the suggestions are just ridiculous that you hear. And you're like, oh, how do they sure. put up with this? Like, it's... And the whole time you can tell this is like the death knell for the Beatles. Like they're all kind of sick of it. Paul's like, I don't know what else we can do as the Beatles. Like yeah. George at one point is like, I've written like a hundred songs. Like I want to make, make my own album. Like there's all this stuff. It's just, it's so cool. It's so fascinating. I watched it over maybe like a week or so. And it was How awesome. How long is it? Like, like each part? Oh, pff, uh, two and a half, three hours long each part. The oh, whole geez. thing's like okay. nine hours long. Like, total. oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's massive. But uh, but again, it's edited so well that like it does like it works. I don't um, believe it. I might check that like, out. And so it eventually kind of ends. They, they decide to do like a rooftop concert on the roof of the Apple studio and uh, like in Savile, like on Savile Row. Not announced, not anything. Just have all the instruments there and just start playing and there's. And then they have like people with camera, like some of the people with cameras are like interviewing random people walking around, asking about the Beatles and stuff. And it's, and that was the last time they ever played live was that rooftop concert during this. Oh, wow. And uh, so, yeah, no, it's really cool. It's really cool. I think even if you don't really care about the Beatles, it's still pretty fascinating. It's just so well made and looks so good. Like it almost looks like it could be like out now, which is kind of annoying because, you know, they cleaned up all the film like a lot. Sure. Um, so that yeah. can be kind of annoying for some people, but I mean, I think it looks great. So, yeah, I mean, that's what he did for his other documentary about World War One. Uh, they shall never grow old. Is they had all this footage from World War One, you know, it has mm-hmm. no audios, black and white, looks like crap, and he restored it. It looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it looks great. Like the work that they did restoring this footage is just brilliant. So, uh, it's yeah, basically no. mad at Disney freaking owns that. Ugh. Well. I don't think it had anything to do with Disney. This was completely done Apple and whatever. And that's just, I guess who they sold it to, to distribute, like to put it on their streaming. I don't think Disney had anything to do uh, with okay. it at all. That's true because they also own like Natchi and stuff. And yeah, yeah. but uh, no, it's great. It's really, really good. Okay. So highly recommend it. Cool. What's it called? Get back. It's called oh, the Beatles okay. get back. 
and it's on it's on like Disney Plus. So, huh? I feel like I could have guessed that. Well, I mean, that was the the single from all this, so that's makes sense. That's the song that you hear the most during this whole thing. Well, but, yeah, uh, they always do that. I mean, like, I've heard a lot of com- I've heard Bohemian a lot of Rhapsody. people complain. They're like, "Oh, you only hear like four songs." Like, well, yeah, they didn't even finish recording this thing during this whole thing. Like, there's a whole part yeah, where Paul's <laughs> trying to like get the long and winding road down. And like they're trying. Oh, yeah, that's the other thing. They're trying to record everything like in one take, like together in the same room. And so that's like part (laughs) of their. No, no, no. That's how they recorded this album. That was part of their thing. Oh, wow. Yeah, because they wanted to do something different. And uh, but Paul, like trying to get long and winding road down, doesn't even. He just like gives up at one point. It's like, I I got nothing like I can't figure this out. And that ended up happening later. But uh, when he finally finished that. So that that's pretty cool part, too. But no, it's really good. Um, so anyway, after that long tirade of not Batman, um, <laughs> now we can talk about Batman unless you, you have anything else. No, that is literally all I've seen. I, I haven't seen anything. All right. Fair enough. Well, now moving on to the main part of the show. Finally, after an hour, um, two episodes of the animated series, the final two episodes of Batman, the animated series, and it's deep freeze Crazy. and Batgirl returns. Um, so we'll start with deep freeze. The, the biggest thing to say, one, I had almost completely forgotten about this episode. Um, Same here. I remember there was another Mr. Freeze episode. Before I rewatched this, I, I, I probably, I couldn't even, I probably wouldn't even have been able to tell you what the plot of this was. Um, oh. And then watching this, I was like, how have I not watched this before? Like, one, this episode's really good. And it's just Batman and Robin. Like it's yep. the exact <laughs> plot that they used for the Batman and Robin movie, but just without poison say, ivy you... and without Mister Freeze being the one that wants to cause an ice age. It's Walt and Disney that, that wants to cause the ice age. Yeah, it's, it's pretty much every billionaire now that believes in eugenics. And uh, of course, you know, I was like, oh, well, that's why it was written by Paul Dini and Bruce Tim. So it's like, oh, well, that makes sense. Why it's a pretty good episode. Uh, yep. Because when did it, when did Batman and Robin come out? That came out ninety seven. Seven. This yeah. was ninety four. Yeah. So uh, no no coincidence there. I'm sure. Yeah, I know. Uh, so yeah, literally the plot is Mister Freeze gets captured out of Arkham or Blackgate. I don't know like where he robot. is. See in Arkham or Blackgate? I'm not sure. It kind of looked like it looked like Blackgate. Yeah, because it's like an island. Yeah, yeah. So he gets captured by a robot out of Blackgate, and. You know, everyone thinks so. And the robot uses free stuff at one point. So it's they're like, oh, he escaped. And then Batman's like, wait a minute. No, he was terrified. This wasn't him. (laughs) And then he's kidnapped by Walt Disney, who is has created this uh, amusement park. That's Atlantis. And that's secretly somehow. Yeah, you find out later that he wants to destroy the world with an ice age, and this is going to be the new. It's basically okay. This is what this movie is. This movie, one hundred percent, Ian, is a perfect combination of Batman and Robin and Kingsman and COVID. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah, pretty much. (laughs) I was gonna say, yeah, it's a good point. He's not Walt Disney. He's freaking Bill Gates. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, Walt Disney was a freaking Chad. That is that is was true. also not an anti-Semite, which is common. Because you know the fair. one thing Walt Disney was was an adamant anti-communist. True. So 
That is true. No surprise that he would be labeled an anti-Semite, which he wasn't. But anyway. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, no, he's, um, he's really Keatsman and uh, uh, Batman, Batman and Robin, Robin, like you said. Like, exactly. Because yep. Kingsman, the whole plot is uh, Samuel Jackson wants to destroy the whole world and then keep just this select group to then start over. That's exactly what he's doing. Um, but yep. he's doing it with an ice age because he got, he's got a big freeze cannon. Hmm, remember that? Remember? Does that ring any bells? Um, vaguely from any other movie yeah, he doesn't use satellite though so that's different he doesn't uh, use diamonds either it's, it's true diamonds, diamonds don't power oh. freeze ray so that's true um, <laughs> but uh, Mr. So Freeze isn't even a villain all the plagiarize yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Freeze isn't even a villain that's like the most fascinating part he didn't do a single wrong thing really in this whole episode no he doesn't commit a single he's crime he's like <laughs> he just cares about his wife yeah even so at he at the end like he, yeah, so he's kidnapped, and then Batman and Robin are trying to figure out what's going on. Um, so they go to Rossum. I forgot the guy's first name. The guy from uh, the Heart of Steel. No, no, no. Yeah. The guy from Heart of Steel. And, uh, yeah, who makes the, like, robots. And yeah. we get a Batmite scene. Talk yeah. about deep cuts. Because Bat- he has created oh, this yeah. little, like, Batmite robot, and it's just Batmite. And you're like, I completely forgot that they put- they, sh- they they sneaked in Batmite into Batman the Animated Series. So that was funny. That made me laugh. <laughs> of course, yeah, of course Dini had to, yeah. Yeah, I know. But uh, now, now they nailed Batmite in uh, Batman Brave and the Bold. Those are oh, the best yeah. episodes of that show. Well, other than Chill of the Night, that's the best episode. But uh, of the other ones, yeah, yeah. my favorites are the ones with Batmite. Those are all great. Paul Rubin doing the <laughs> yeah, voice you... of Batmite is brilliant. That's perfect. Oh, man, I want, I want to re- rewatch those now. That has one of the best finales of any TV show ever. And I don't even mean animated. Like, any TV show ever. That finale is freaking perfect. Yeah, you rarely get, like, an actual finale for an animated TV show. Oh, never. I can't think of any. I mean, even Spider-Man, which had the animated series, kind of had a big finale, you know, where he meets Stan Lee. But, it like, it wasn't done. He hadn't even found Mary Jane yet. So, it it kind of is like a finale, but not exactly, but mostly. Yeah, I I can't think of any. But yeah, there's barely like uh, hardly any. I can't think of any. I'm sure, I'm sure there's maybe one or two, but yeah, that's hard to find. So that's really good. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. That's probably what we'll have to review after we're done with these. But um, probably. Uh, yeah. So you know, he finds Rossum. Show he says, "Oh, I used to work for this uh amusement Bill park here. guy building stuff." So they're like, "Oh, we'll go to him." Well, yeah, he's the bad guy. Um. And he wants, he's getting old, so he wants Mr. Freeze to do the same thing that happened to Freeze on him so he doesn't age. Because you find out that Mr. Freeze is basically immortal. That's kind of a Pretty new development much. with this. Where, yeah, which makes sense, I guess. Uh, yeah. Kind of, not really. But it makes sense in the way that ice is used in cartoons. Oh, of course. Yeah, with like, oh, you're frozen. Preserved. That means you preserved yeah. and you're going to be alive. It's like, no, that's not the way it works. But, you know, <laughs> still need to eat and breathe. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah, your body will be preserved. Yeah. But you ain't breathing or eating. You're living. So <laughs> it's, it's Andy Dwyer logic. Without <laughs> your esophagus, you can't eat. You'll starve to death. <laughs> I just have to bring it up whenever I can. <laughs> I don't even watch that show, and that might be my favorite television clip of all time. It's one of the greatest monologues of all time. It is one of the greatest re- like scene- ongoing scenes. <laughs> Andy Dwyer reenacting all of his favorite movies. Roadhouse. <laughs> Roadhouse. 
babe rambo and then he ends it with rambo not even not even first blood or first blood part two not even rambo three but rambo the the fourth one. one yeah it's it's not Rambo three is worse to me. I'd rather watch Rambo four than Rambo three. But, Rambo um, three has like the the eighties like charm. To yeah, it but it sucks. Like, it was the most oh, expensive but, movie made at the time, and it is the worst one. It's boring. But Rambo but, four is like trying to be like modern and like serious, but it's like the most over the top gory movie you'll ever see. I know. I love it's it. It's ridiculous. I love and it. And he's bloated as hell. Enough. It it doesn't matter. Anyway. It's awesome. Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, and then it ends with my favorite line almost ever is when he's just like, it's when the, the missionary's there and he's like, hey, you bring any guns? They're like, we're trying to, we're here to change things. Like, you bring any guns? No? Then you're not changing anything. And then he's like, so they go. Does not go well. It's <laughs> just this audience of people who could not be bored more. Might be my favorite line delivery of all time. And it's just... <laughs> brilliant brilliant Which anyway. improv, of course that's neither here nor there um yeah, yeah. where were we uh mr freeze is immortal somehow yeah yeah because he's an <laughs> ice person so he doesn't age sure i mean um, hey, his wife is still alive right you know in the logic of this show attracts um and so this old guy wants to be like that so he doesn't age and he can complete this world destruction it, it escalates real fast Mark. where you're sitting Mark. there and you're like oh i guess he wants to make stuff and all this and then all of a sudden he's on screen be like we're gonna destroy the world and you're like wait what <laughs> that's i just thought of something so he wants to stay young and live forever so the villain he goes to is mr freeze and not rachel ghoul <laughs> well to be fair <laughs> he doesn't know about rachel ghoul nobody knows about rachel ghoul fair enough and nobody okay. knows about the lazarus pits <laughs> I, nobody that would have been dumber because then it would have been like, how in the world does he know about this? I guess, I guess it keeps Rachel Gould cool and mysterious. Okay, but still, if we're going by logic, it's like, the we actually have a villain whose whole gimmick is that he can live forever. It's like, no, I want you to put me in a tragic, yeah. painful experiment where I end but up being... But also, <laughs> like, Mr. Freeze is known to the public. Rachel sure. Gould is not. Yeah, okay. I'm just messing around. But that is a fair point that I didn't think about, and that is... That, I, know, I that just thought funny. of that. I'm like, that's that pretty funny. funny. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so he wants to do that. And Mr. Freeze is like, uh, no, you're an idiot. This is the worst existence yeah. you could possibly have. I would give anything for your worst day. And he's like, well, I want you to do it anyway. And here, look, I have your wife for reasons somehow. Somehow. And here she is. Yeah, he and he's like, bored of something. And then he just says like, oh, well, all right. No, your funeral. And then um, so he does it anyway. Yeah, what does then, he care? Yeah, he doesn't care. And then, I would do oh, it. He's yeah. Mr. Freeze. Also, and Batman and Robin find out, and that's when we get the big speech of destroying the world that comes out of nowhere. And um, really does. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, that's kind of it. They just kind of fight at Mr. Freeze. Yeah, oh, yeah. There. No, no, no. Uh, so Mr. Freeze just wants to be with his wife. And Batman then finds him and is like, uh, you need to help us stop this because this is ridiculous. And he's like, I don't care. And then he's like, yeah, well, what would your wife be coming back to a world that's destroyed? And he's like, well, all right, fair enough. And uh, so he goes in and starts destroying the whole thing. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Destroys the whole, b- the whole building. And uh, we still oh, get he, good Mr. Freaking... Freeze character stuff because he's like, I don't really care. He does. He makes the big villain speech on the board where he's like, oh, your city is doomed to get out now. And yeah. Then, yeah. Because he can't help himself. And then. 
Batman's like, all right, we got to get out. And he's like, no, I'm staying with my wife. He's like, no, I'm going to help you. I'm going to force you out of here. And then he's like, no. And it freezes Robin. Another scene from the movie. And uh, he's right. like, well, you better get him out of here before he freezes to death. And then he's like, oh. I do like how he does it. <laughs> yeah. Because, again, he doesn't care. He doesn't care about anything. No, it's kind of cool. And, can uh, we talk about how he? Can we talk about how he gives the villain one of the most like terrifying like fates ever? That's really dark. Yeah, I was getting there. Where he, uh, oh, okay, okay. So the sorry. whole city, I guess, is destroyed, and they evacuate a whole city of people in like thirty seconds, and um, very quickly, very fast, and because uh, nobody can die, and um, this then is not FEMA. Yeah. They stealth, the 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 self destruct apparently like just shoots giant icebergs all through it for some reason. Sure. And then that, of course, knocks over a fuel tank at some point, which blows everything up. And then he just freezes the bad guy just completely in a block of ice. And then you just see who's already like frozen. Right. Who's already like a Mr. Freeze in a suit. And then he just sinks to the bottom of the ocean. That's it. That's one of that's one of the most horrifying ideas to that. You're alive. You're immortal now. So you can't die. And you're stuck at the bottom of the ocean for eternity. Yeah. No, but it's like, funny because a God. fish because a fish goes by his face. It's funny. Yeah. That's true. It's, it's funny. all funny then. <laughs> you know that Thank was God. the mindset with that. You know that's why oh, that's absolutely. in there. <laughs> you know some producer was like, Jesus Christ, you gotta put in something. <laughs> like, what's wrong with you, Paul? <laughs> He's like, wait a minute, you're gonna destroy the world, kill billions, and do this? No, sorry. Put a little fish in there. I'm like, all right, fine. Yeah, Nemo comes by and yeah, bombs ne- <laughs> on the on the nose. It'll be funny. <laughs> That's totally what and happened. And then you have just the shot of Mister Freeze in an iceberg with the you know cryogenically frozen Nora, and he's just kneeling next to her. And that's the way the episode ends. You're like, jeez. Yeah, I mean, you always know when you get a Mr. Freeze episode, it's going to be heavy. Like, you know, like he can't die. So he's just stuck there. She's basically dead. And he's just. And and to be fair, that the movie Sub-Zero literally does pick up right after this. Yeah, it does. I, for, I forget because that movie's so forgettable. But yeah, yeah it came I, out yeah. uh, a couple years after the series. But basically picks up yeah. pretty much kind of out here because they yeah they find him out on an iceberg or whatever so right. so points for continuity and and to be fair look we've said a bunch of weird stuff this episode is very weird but it's it's very good like this is a very good episode i've I like forgotten it. how good it yeah. was i enjoyed it a lot and for as goofy Granted, as I'm it a- is it's it offsets it with enough like super serious stuff that it's kind of like a weird it's a weird combination for sure but yeah. it yeah. kind of works Pulls it off yeah again in a way that only Beanie could pull it off. But I'm always a sucker True. for evil billionaire that wants to control the population because it's very accurate, unfortunately. Yeah, that's fine with me. Um, it, it, it definitely works. But yeah, no, this episode is yeah, real I, solid. And I like how, yeah, Mr. Freeze is not like he's this kind of evil neutral where he doesn't care. He's like, no, I'm just I'm here for my wife. It's like, no, I'm going to stop you. All right, I'll freeze Robin. I'm not going to kill him. But it's like, yeah. leave me alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, let's see. There's some trivia on this stuff. Uh, let's see. All right. So apparently there's an episode from the 1966 show. One of the Mr. Freeze episodes is called Deep Freeze. Oh, well, sure. That's cool. Uh, Oceana, which is the name of that 
big that amusement park whatever Place. that's atlantis yeah and it's a city but yet they first say amusement park then all of a sudden it's a city but um yeah they do yeah <laughs> that's the name of uh the fictional country in 1984 um oh okay so yeah which is a scary sense. accurate book to right now but anyway um uh, yeah. which is it's so ironic because it's the other side of what it was intended to be um yep Supposed to be fiction. You know, 15 years ago, all the 1984 people were all the left leftist people. And now, yeah. now the actual 1984 world is run by all of those people. It's very un- ironic. That's neither here nor there. Um, uh, let's see. Trying to keep it light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to. Um, yeah, obviously, there's a bunch of parallels for some reason between the guy, the character Grant Walker and Walt Disney. I'm not really sure why, because... He's really nothing like Walt Disney at all, but no, uh, no. there's a lot of that. Um, I guess the amusement park and that's about it. But like they, that's uh, it. like he calls well, he has the, des- the mustache too. He call yeah. I mean, they definitely draw him like that. But like the designers are called Visioneers. Um, oh, okay. Let's see. This this thing says Disney's brand of entertainment is often criticized as being too fictionalized and for trying to impose a sort of make believe atmosphere on the rest of the world while ignoring or cutting oh, out the bad up. parts of reality. It's for children, you assholes. Oh god, I hate people like that. <laughs> the fantasy fantasy needs to look more like a common day. No, that's the whole point of fantasy. That is the whole point oh. of fantasy. <laughs> That is well, really kids don't need to be taught that really like life is short. We all end up in the ground and it's mostly about incurring debt and just trying to make amends. Yeah, like, they'll oh, figure it out eventually. Really... We don't need to do that now. Um, yeah, no, they don't need to learn about, you know, like, you know, bravery and, you know, saving a princess and all this cool stuff. Like, no, no. Why have that? Idiot. Mm-hmm. And... You wonder why he became such a phenomenon. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Let's see. Yeah, there's a bunch of this stuff for Disney, which is kind of dumb. Um, although they do mention, they do mention that, uh, his dream state resembling like a fascist state that may allude. And it says may allude to a frequent and false criticism that Disney was an anti-Semite. So they at least made that point. Um, All right. Credit for that. Let's see. All right. Oh yeah. There's a reference to Batmite, which, yep. I already got that one. Oh, apparently, um, in the, uh, I didn't notice this. Apparently in, uh, Rossum's office, there's versions of, uh, Crypto and, uh, Streaky, the super cat who I don't know that character. And apparently Mitzel Pitalik. Oh, I didn't, I I didn't notice Crypto or Mitzel, Mitzel Plick. So that's, that's, that's cool. That's cool. Um, yeah, that's that's about it, I guess. Yeah, that's about What's it. What's the rating? Oh, it's got a high rating. It's got an eight point three on IMDb. Oh, it's got a okay. good rating. It's not bad. Good rating, yeah, on there for sure. So yeah, no solid episode. It aired uh, November twenty sixth, nineteen ninety four. So okay, yeah, big props to this episode because real solid, real solid. Yeah, I guess I guess it really was. They just wanted to do Mister Freeze with Arnold Schwarzenegger for whatever reason. And they're like, well, we can't do Heart of Ice because that's too dramatic and heavy. <laughs> so what are the other episodes we have? Well, we'll just do this one, I guess. Well, this was the only other one at the time. So, yep. Wasn't there one more? There was one more, uh, uh, Mr. Freeze, right? Uh, there's, one, there's one in the new animated series, but... I, I thought there was one more in this one. 
Ah, uh, there might have been. I don't remember what it was though. I'll double check. Keep going. There might have been, but I, yeah, I I do not remember. Do like it was. Um, it was obviously wasn't very memorable. That's why it's weird because I feel like I should know that. I feel like it was a season two. Let me see. And just I keep know. going. I'll no, see if I'm, I remember. Now I'm confused about that. Um, but uh. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. Oh, here's interesting. The very last credit that Michael and Sarah has in his filmography was the Batman Vengeance video game from 2001. As oh. the voice of Mr. Freeze. Oh, I remember that. He also came back uh, yeah, for the voice of Mr. Freeze in Batman Beyond. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, yeah. Razorfist actually streamed that uh, Batman Vengeance video I game. I did see that, ago. but I never watched. Uh, streaming video games is awful to me, so I don't care. I watch him because he answers questions. I usually donate one. Oh, no. Twice. These are the only two. Oh. These are the only okay. two. Yep. Heart yeah. of Ice yeah. and uh, Deep Freeze. That's what I thought. But I was, I was mistaken. Maybe maybe I'm thinking of Sub-Zero, probably. Yeah, you know what? You pro- yeah, probably. Which, I mean, probably. that's fair because it was the next, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's the same thing. It's just a, a movie. <laughs> it's yeah. basically one long episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, exactly. Um, drop the mic. Um, and not in a good way. No. All right. So that's Deep Freeze. Again, solid episode. One that I'd somehow completely forgotten about, really. Like, I remembered it existed. Like, there was another Mr. Freeze episode. But right. I forgot what the plot was. I totally was. forgot what happened. Yeah. I completely forgot what the, uh, what the plot was. So, yeah, that was, uh, Deep Freeze. Real, real solid episode. Yeah, recommend. Yeah, for sure. All right, then we have the very last. Produ- now again, this is the production episode right. order, not the aired episode order from the Batman animated series. But uh, the last episode that was made was Batgirl Returns, and so that's uh, episode we talked about. And this is uh, this is another episode. To be honest, I I usually forget about. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a big Batgirl fan in general, of course, like most people. But this episode too, it's 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 nowhere near as good as like Harley Quinn and. Poison Ivy teaming up. No, 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 no. Nope. It's not even as good as most of the Batgirl episodes. Oh, yeah. Now, this is only the third, technically, because we first saw Batgirl in the two-parter Shadow of the Bat. And then this is only the second time we've seen the character. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so basically Catwoman, or Batgirl's bored, so she sees there's been a theft, so she goes to investigate. She finds Catwoman at the scene of the crime because a cat statue was stolen. So thinks that she's a bad guy. And Catwoman's like, no, I'm not the bad guy. So she's like, oh, okay. And they kind of team up. Kind of, I guess. Kind of. And Batman's not even in this episode. Well, you're forgetting the uh, the very beginning of the episode, Mark, which is kind of jarring. Because uh, I had totally forgotten about it. Oh, yeah. They do the... Uh, yes, they, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do the killing joke uh, beginning. Yeah, not, not fully committed to... So, quite as so, the killing joke was actually taken from a previous Batman animated series scene. <laughs> so, we're, we're keeping in theme with plagiarizing. <laughs> and, and not only is the worst part of that movie is not even original. <laughs> I know. Now, uh, it's... Look... Yeah, so it starts with basically Batman's fighting every villain and getting beat by all of them. Batgirl shows up, helps save the day, 
And then uh, Batman is very attracted to Batgirl in this moment. And they have a nice little love love moment. And then she wakes up. She Almost goes in for a kiss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which, it, which is how you do it. Yeah. You do not do. This is actually happening and they have a sexual relationship. You do it as Barbara has a schoolgirl like fantasy crush on Batman. And yep. her fantasy is that she beats up all the guys, which, <laughs> or all the villains, which, you know, you just talked about Hawkeye is what they do now, where in real life she would. Batman would be emasculated. He'd be yep. cowering on the floor, yep. completely helpless, and she would come and and he'd be gay too. He could never be attracted to a woman because <laughs> she's she'd be a lesbian with Catwoman. No, or that's Batwoman. They, they can't steal the thunder oh. of Batwoman with Batgirl. Oh God, how dare I? Oh, thank you, Mark. I almost forgot. <laughs> oh yeah. But By no, the they, way, they, forgot to mention that in the news. They're filming a Batgirl show for HBO Max. Oh, that's right. And like, it's I, actually I knew filming. About that I only knew about it because uh, my boy Brendan Fraser is in yeah, it, which is I the know. only thing I That's care That's the only reason why I know is because apparently his birthday was the other day, and so they had <laughs> a, set, a picture of him on set. How great is it? I want I want that TV show to happen because I want there to be a premiere, and like the lead star, whoever that one black chick is, is like, oh, all these fans are here for me, and it's just everybody here for Brendan Fraser. <laughs> Because that's what it's going to be, because everybody yeah. loves Brendan Fraser. Oh, of course. And he's playing Firefly, which is a fun character, too. But uh, Sure. Uh, God bless him. I'm just happy he was working. God yeah, bless you, Brendan sure. Fraser. We I still it. need to watch Doom Patrol. I watched those first like yeah, two episodes and enjoyed it. And I think I watched the first two, maybe three. Like three seasons. And, yeah, apparently. Like, right? I think it's still going. And uh, yeah. I watched like the first couple episodes, and I was like, yeah, this is fun. I like this. Then I heard a bunch of good stuff about it, and then I just didn't. I just didn't go back to it. Um, and they're all on HBO Max. I'm like, I, I really should go and yeah. go back and watch that because apparently it's pretty it's good. Like, yeah, it seems like just very wholesome and nice. Like everything. Well, wholesome for wasn't. something that's rated TVMA. Oh, sure. But like, you know, it's like <laughs> it's not trying to be all edgy and dark and serious as stupid Titans, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's so. like, hey, we just have this lovable bunch of weird characters and they just go on these adventures and it yeah. happens to be R rated. But who cares? Yeah. So that, yeah. So anyway, tangent over. Um, back to uh, Bat Batgirl returns. Um, so you're gonna have to help me out because I didn't get to watch this full episode. Uh, sorry, I'm very unprofessional. I mean, you really covered everything. So after the whole fantasy, which thank God turned out to be a fantasy, which yeah, honestly, in go, the context of this show, is really funny. It is. It's also kind of disturbing. And it just wakes it, it wakes up and Dick is just like yelling at her. And I'm not going to lie, yeah. the the relationship between Dick and Batgirl and Robin and or Dick and Barbara and Robin and Batgirl, the exact same. And yet they still don't realize who each other is, even though yeah, they're exactly hilarious. the same. They have the exact same character <laughs> dynamic, same, which is yeah, fantastic. Dilemma. And, and yeah. their their dynamic is great in this episode. Yeah, they're pretty. I love like brother it. And sister. Uh, yeah, yeah, I love how they just constantly roast each other just the whole time. It's it's awesome. Yeah, and it's good. It, it shows you how, just how much better they were at handling like the gender roles back then. Because yeah, like not one of them is constantly having to save the other one. It's it's perfectly balanced. Of each have their moments, and it's funny too because the nineties had a huge influx of female empowerment stuff in movies and TV oh, shows, yeah. and and pl- plenty of it is you know very cringe. Sure, for sure. But it's so funny looking at what it's done now compared to then. Oh, and even God. though it was very forced at the time and not always well done, 
it was still so much face. better done than it is now. Oh, absolutely. God, give me that any day compared to what we have now. Ugh. Mm, anyway, I mean, even in the uh, shadow movie, which we've talked about, they, they throw a bunch of that in there. Um, sure. Which is probably the worst part of the movie, to be honest. But, um, Oh, absolutely. But it's funny. It's just so funny. But again, it's like parts instead of the whole thing. Yes. That's that's one of the again, biggest like differences. They, and it's like, yeah, they're, they're propping up. There's a clear motive to prop up the chick, but it's not at the expense of the male characters. That's well, the sometimes, but it's never fully sometimes. at the expense. Like scenes might be or moments might be, but yeah, it's never yeah. like the entire thing. Yeah, no, no. But, but uh, mainly, in, uh, mainly talk about Batman. They, they do it pretty well. Well, and also, like, Robin's the character to do that with anyway. Absolutely, yeah, because he's still, he's young, he's yeah. hot-headed, he's still figuring things out, so you totally understand him being an idiot, even just around Batman in general, so. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, I, this episode never, like, has, like, any eye-roll moments, at least in my opinion. Yeah, and it's also interesting how I had forgotten how much this really does kind of act like a s- series finale episode. Yeah. Like yeah, it literally does. ends with no Batman and like basically Robin and Batgirl like kind of taking over. Not yeah, really, right. but in a way, yeah, like like figuratively, that's kind of what it feels like. Yeah, because I mean, the only time we see Bruce, he's like in Paris. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I'm doing some big, you know, investment meeting deal closing. And he's like, I hope Barbara and Dick are in over their heads. It's like, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like, pretty I'm, much I'm it. The, the and Joker. it's so funny how. Then they bring back, uh, you know, three or four years later, they bring back the new animated series. And now Batman and Dick have already had a falling out. Like Batman came back like he didn't let this sit like he had to come back. <laughs> Him and Dick had a falling out. He now has Batgirl as basically the new main sidekick. And then, of course, they had Tim Drake as another one. And it's just yeah. funny. And then that falls apart with Return of the Joker. We find out how all that went down. Yep. It's just it's it's just part of the tragedy that is the character of Batman. Yes, like never he can never let function. it go. He can never yep. have it be done. He all, he will stay there until it's ruined, basically. Yep, yep. Even when he has people who are like willing to take the burden off his hands, it's like, yep. nah, I have to. It's like, bro, just yeah. stay in Paris. Like Selena literally ends the episode like escaping. It's like you and her can live happily ever after. It's like, no, I must return to. Yeah, I would have rather seen like, well, I don't know that that's never really a thing in this in this series. Oh, no, I'm just saying like, you know, like in in terms of him not needing to come back. Oh, yeah, I'd rather be like Zatanna. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course, obviously, or like Talia or or somebody. Yeah, and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. but um, but yeah, that's just it's just funny. I, I hadn't really realized that until kind of watching this time and just kind of reading a few things just about it where it's like, yeah, this kind of does act as like a series finale. And it was. Yeah. In hindsight, that, 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 that you mentioned, it's like, yeah, it's, it's kind of, you could tell they're like, Oh, cause were they just not sure if they were going to get picked up for another season or do you know what happened? Well, cause they had the um, original order of like 63 episodes and then they right. had a pickup of a season, uh, I think like 20 something. So yeah. I think there was like 80 something total episodes in the show. And yeah, I guess it just, no, 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 what they wanted to do, because Superman had started, I think, right around, I think they wanted to do Superman, so I think Superman started either during this or right after. Yeah, okay. And then, yeah, I think that's what it was, 
I'm not exactly sure how sense. all that went down. But then, of course, then they brought it back to go on with Superman with the new Batman Adventures. And then they right. got rid of it again because that was during the late 90s of everything has to be teen and kids. <sighs> so then they canceled it again, even though it was doing really, really well and high, high yep. ratings. They're like, nope, we have to make everything children, children fight. <sighs> And we got Batman Beyond, which, to be fair, is a fine show. Batman Beyond's fine. It's um, fine. Like, but compared it's, to freaking Glory Days. Yeah, and, and to be honest, it's never been a show I've watched all the way through. I've never really wanted to. Same. Like, I've seen plenty now, of episodes. I've seen a bunch. I think the the initial movie slash first, like, three episodes is really well done. Oh, yeah. Um, The yeah. origin of Batman, Begin, cool or of Batman Beyond is really good. And then, obviously, yeah. Return of the Joker is... I mean, Fantastic. along with Phantasm, I would say are like the two best animated Batman Red movies. Hood. I mean, throw in Red Hood yeah. and, and Dark Knight Returns and, and, you know, you have the best sure. animated movies there. So it's worth it alone just for Return like, of the Joker. Yeah, I feel like, uh, you know, we see those like first couple episodes like, oh, this is a cool concept. It actually works. It's done really well. But I feel like if you did try and watch the whole thing, eventually like it does. I miss I've old tried. school Gotham. I've I tried. miss Batman. Yes. Yeah. And tried. like I feel like all the people now who are like, oh man, a Batman Beyond movie would be so awesome. I love TV shows. Like, do you really do love you it as really? much as you think? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It it it, it it's a good concept. It gets old. That's the thing. Yeah. It's yeah. a good concept, gets old real fast. Yeah. So yeah, the main things I like are the 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 origin. And then the movie and then the epilogue episode from Justice League is another brilliant thing. That's true. Yeah, Which that isn't even one. Batman Beyond, though. So, no. And, and what's the best part of Return of the Joker? Oh, God. I mean, what do you mean? Oh, what do you mean? Oh, God. The animated series terrible. Death of the Joker. OK, yeah, yeah. Duh. Yeah. Which is I never know the animated mean, series. That's the best part of the whole <laughs> yeah. movie. And it's not yeah, it's yeah. not the Batman Beyond part. <laughs> no. So, yeah, no, that is funny. But um, but yeah, so I, I hadn't really realized how pretty, you know, kind of how everything kind of wraps up. I mean, it doesn't like, you know, it ends with, you know, Catwoman has escaped and they still have to go after type thing. But it is very much a has kind of that element to it, which I hadn't really thought about before, because normally when you're watching it, you watch this and you go right into the new animated series and you just keep going. So, yeah, yeah. But yeah, you can definitely tell they're like, you know, hey, hey, this this might be the end of it. Because I'm sure as, you know, watching as kids, you know, none of us were like, oh, this is the end. We're all like, oh, can't wait for more. And it's like, mm-hmm. ah, you might be waiting a little bit longer than you think. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, uh, yeah, yeah, that's pretty much everything I can think about with uh, this episode. Uh, uh, I-, I love Catwoman. I like how in this one she's a little bit more of a, not villain, but definitely they hint more at her being like a criminal. I like how yeah. they kind of embrace that. Well, forward. they do the like, whole time with this series, really. Oh, sure. But even like in a couple of the last of like that one crazy cat scratch fever, like her and yeah, Batman yeah, are working together episode, the whole time. Yeah. That's true. Whereas this one, uh, whereas this one is like, yeah, you, she's stealing stuff. Batwoman's addressing that. It's like, hey, when this is all said and done, you're still supposed to go to jail, mm-hmm. which of course she doesn't. But yeah, I like how they kind of remind us that, oh, yeah, she is kind of a villain. Yeah. That is fair. Um, this is the last time. Cool. This is the last time that uh, Melissa Gilbert does the voice of Batgirl. Oh, really? 
She was replaced oh, yeah, yeah. by Mary Kay Bergman for Batman and Mr. Freeze Sub-Zero. And then, of course, by Tara Strong for the new Batman Adventures. Right. But, uh, yeah, her oh, okay. last time. And uh, oh, apparently yeah. this is the last appearance of Roland Daggett in the DC Animated Universe, too. Oh, yeah. I think that's I think we, that makes sense. Because we don't see him in any other iterations. No. No, yeah, you're right. Oh, weird. Yeah, so that's kind of interesting. Um... I don't think there's. I, I I do like the one scene where they're about to kill uh, Catwoman and Batwoman, or yeah, Catwoman and ba- uh, Batgirl, and um, and they're like, oh, you know, you're just gonna dangle us above the acid, and that way we can, itch, uh, like, eat through the uh, ropes. And he's like, no, he's like, you think I'm an idiot? He's like, we're gonna throw <laughs> you in the acid. No, he's like, I'm gonna shoot you and then throw you in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is a good scene. Uh, that is a yeah, good scene. Yeah, I just scene. like that little bit of humor, the meta humor there. That's the uh, that's another Kingsman ref callback we can we can make when yeah, Harry comes out of the powers. church after murdering everyone, and then yeah, Samuel Jackson's yeah. just sitting there, and he's like, "Oh, is this the part where you tell?" Or he goes, "No, normally this is the part where I tell you my whole plan and everything I'm going to do, and you have enough time to have this ridiculous way to escape." And he's like, "Yeah, that sounds good." It's like, oh, "No, no, nope, that's not kind of movie." Bam. Shoots him right in the head. You're like, oh wow, oh, wow, okay. <laughs> oh, that was such a great, like, an oh, actual, awesome. well earned, like, gotcha moment. Oh yeah, it really is. It's brilliant. Oh, what what a great. That's one of the best, just like character deaths ever, because it's right after Absolutely. he just murdered everyone and just this badass scene. And then, yeah, like the biggest star of the movie, arguably, other than like you know freaking Samuel Jackson. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. Well, Michael Caine's in it too, but uh, oh, sure. But and Mark right. Hamill's in it too, Ian. Um, oh, no, I always forget. Yeah, but uh, which he has another shocking death too. His death is one of my favorite scenes of the whole movie. Not not his death in particular, but the the Samuel Jackson's reaction, reaction to it. Oh yeah, yeah. Samuel Jackson. When he's just like. F that guy, whoever he Professor was. Arnold. He made me kill Professor Arnold. I goddamn love Professor Arnold. Let's <laughs> talk about a guy you just killed. <laughs> I just I love how like Colin Firth is like you know interrogating him and he's like screaming in agony. He's like, yeah. "Come on, man, I'm barely touching you." And head blows up. <laughs> and then when they're watching it back, when he finally wakes up from the coma, and then Taron oh, yeah. Edgerton is just like, "Jeez, Harry, oh. <laughs> you blew up his head. Little much, isn't it?" Ah, <laughs> uh, God. Uh, we talked about this in the last episode. And uh, we did. We always end up talking about. Kingston I don't remember somehow. if we talked about it in the episode or if we just talked about it after. But I uh, think it was after. I think it was. Yeah. But I went back and had to rewatch that. So I watched that a couple weeks ago. Again. Uh, I need to still. So good, man. Top 10. My favorite movies. I love that thing. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah so that's pretty much it for. Uh, for this episode. Um, and for the uh, original run of yeah. the animated series. Yeah, we've gotten to the whole thing. after like three years or however long it's been. And, I mean, we took uh, our sweet time, but it really is did. less than you remember. Well, we alternated it. We've been alternating with the 66 show, so yeah, yeah, on yeah, purpose to, to push everything yeah, longer. Draw it out a little bit. Um, so this aired on November 12th, 1994, and it's got a 7.9 on IMDb, so like, yeah, decent. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's a fine episode. It's nothing, yeah, and it's fine. It's you know, fine. Yeah, no, nothing you know breaks the, uh, the logic or anything. Nothing's too absurd. It's just straightforward. Again, it's not cringy, like roll your eye, like oh god, here's a go strong women episode. It's, yeah, it's just okay, you mm-hmm. know, kind of be characters. 
yep it's solid it's a it's yeah. a solid episode and yeah and the final final one for the original animated series so yeah when we come back to this it's the new adventures which i mean to be fair most people we just all lump them into the same show because it's a continuation oh, yeah. I mean, of the show yeah i mean uh, the designs are different but other than that it's the same feel same you know yeah same, and everything. Pr- mostly the same voice actors yeah yeah uh yeah yeah for sure so we still have so we're not done we still have more no more to get to with the uh new animated series when we come back the animated ones but um next up we'll go back to 66 we still got plenty of 66 episodes in oh yes we do we're like halfway (laughs) through that series um good lord we might not even be halfway we're we're close to halfway um we're about yeah we're close to halfway through season um two which is like 67 yeah. episodes <laughs> we're on episode 26 so out of uh out of 60 so we're not even halfway good through lord. season two yet <laughs> wow good lord yeah yeah but um let's see and coming up next so we do have the penguin though so we have a couple penguin okay, episodes cool. the penguin's nest That's and the bird's last jest and it also rhymes yeah. So uh spoiled. That's always fun. Rhyming is always good. Um I'm down for that. Let's hey, see. Uh up? facing the strange situation of the penguin determined to be arrested. Batman must figure out why. Okay, that sounds fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wasting uh, no time. That's so penguin wanting to be arrested. That's so brilliant. That's almost like when he ran for mayor. Yeah, I feel like we always have some iteration of the penguin like trying to act like he's going straight or something yeah i, I do love that how they kind of all have their own thing they they know they don't just have their own character things of oh this is the penguin and he dresses like this and has bird stuff but also like they have their own t- kind of way they operate and penguins is always yeah. confusing batman like the riddler <laughs> yeah, obviously yeah. is like outsmarting him with his riddles joker yeah. is just the joker and yeah. uh but but penguin like actually is trying to like conf- it's always about like confusing batman i feel like it really is like, yeah, ma- like making batman be like what him. is going on yeah and or framing yep. him or something like that yep yep because yep. again man penguin for mayor that is just some of the greatest that is just <laughs> those are just all time i mean there's a reason why those are just remembered and those are just all-time classics because now all I can think about is just the the broadcasters commentating the fight going on. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> Forgot about that. And like keeping a tally of like people and then they're like, "Oh, penguin got way more people cuz they're all taking dives for penguin." So that's like part of the mayor race of like, "Oh, look, oh penguin god, got more guys than that. Batman." Oh. <laughs> <sighs> that's neither here nor there. I love that episode. Oh man, oh, those were good. Yeah, but I was—I really enjoyed the ones from last time. Those shame episodes are great. Yeah. If you guys yeah, haven't listened to, to our last that. episode, listen to that because shame is just all-time classic. And those episodes not nearly rated high enough. As with most episodes from this show that I've come to find That's out, true. if they don't include yeah, the main villains, they never yeah, are rated as high as they should. Yeah, that ain't right. Ever. Bookworm, minstrel. Shame, Minstrel. King Tut, all brilliant, all brilliant. Egghead, Egghead, of course. 
course. Like, to be honest, most of the most of the crazy villains are good at this show. More are good oh, yeah. than are not. Yeah, so far. Your dad's every now and then, but more are good than are yeah, not. Yeah, you, know, you got your sure. Archer, you got your Ma Parker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ma Parker even was fun. Oh, there were some fun moments, of course. And we're only on our sixth episode since Penguin ran for mayor, Ian. That's how slowly we've gone <laughs> through this show. God, we're going to be doing this until we're 40. Yeah, because let's see. Shame was last time. Marsha, Queen of Diamonds, was the time before that. The Joker was before that. Mr. Freeze before that. And then Penguin running for mayor was before that. Good lord. How many uh, episodes are in season three? Uh, not that many. I think it's like a normal one. Hang on, let me look. Okay. I, yeah, right. I think yeah, it's like 20, like 20 something. Because they also, most of them are just one part episodes. Oh, okay. There's a couple of two parters, I think, maybe one or two, but most of them are just single episodes. Oh, weird. Yeah, because they were running out of money and the ratings were going yeah. down. Yeah. There's 26 episodes of season uh, three. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's season three is. Uh, uh, you know those are it's uh it it's a well it's a thing but we do get shame does make a reappearance in season right, three and and, and frank gorshin comes back for season three because oh. you notice we haven't there had a frank gorshin riddler episode all season two because he quit the show yes oh, and right. we, we will get a riddler though but it will not be frank gorshin it will be uh it'll be john astin aka the father of sean astin Oh, mm-hmm. he plays the Riddler okay. for one episode. And how do you how do you compete with Frank Orchard? You don't. It, it, yeah. it, it doesn't work. Hence, <laughs> hence, it was a one time thing, I'm guessing. <clears throat> yeah, we do get uh, some solid Catwoman episodes, though. Um, uh, sure. She's always there's good. two different really good Catwoman episodes. We get the Green Hornet crossover still to come. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, no, there's some good stuff. Good yeah, stuff coming on for sure. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, that pretty much does it for this. Uh, make sure and follow us on Twitter at Uncaped Review. Yeah, at Uncaped Review. And um, you can follow me on Twitter at Mark Markbrand. Follow me at Ian Barpark. Let's go ahead and do that. And uh, yeah, any uh, final thoughts, Ian? Now, this is, this is quite the I feel like chaotic episode. We got through. Yeah, we had a lot. That's what happens when we go longer times, like when we go multiple weeks yeah. without recording. Uh, that tends That's to happen, true. yeah, unfortunately. We go on these tirades. We go on way too many yeah. tirades and tangents and whatever, <laughs> but oh well, that's fine. We got through it. All right, guys, thanks for listening to this episode. Make sure you join us next time right here on the Uncaped Crusaders Review. Mm-hmm.